The world is not yet full of das, the wisdom of unity. And therefore, unfortunately, there's a lot of unconscious people walking around the streets. Maybe it didn't happen to you, but maybe to your neighbor or your distant cousin was wronged, swindled out of money, cheated, something really not fair, something that shouldn't have happened. And often, when that happens to people, their thoughts take them over and they spiral down to a vicious cycle. Thoughts create emotions, and emotions bring more thoughts, affecting our mood and even our personality. A person can become depressed and bitter. Life can be like Gehenna when a person gets into the state of negativity. This is the opposite of what life is supposed to be. For a person has the ability to draw down the bliss of the world to come, even while he's alive in this world. Rabbi Nachman calls this state of being where a person lives blissfully, the light in the world to come. And we talked about this on Hanukkah, Torah 2, in the second Chedekah, Lekutimaran, Yemei Hanukkah, Yemei Hauda'ah. The days of Hanukkah are the days of thanksgiving, where Rabbi Nachman reveals the secret of why in the world to come there won't be sin offerings, but only Korban Toda, only thanksgiving offerings. The days of Hanukkah are days of thanksgiving, as it's written, and they established these eight days of Hanukkah for thanksgiving and praise. Days of thanksgiving is the delight in the world to come, for the essence of the delight in the world to come is thanksgiving and praise. Rabbi Nachman teaches that the secret to the world to come is knowing Hashem, Das. The more you know him, the closer you are to him, and the closer you are to him, the more you praise him. This cycle of knowing and praising is the exact opposite of what happens when a person gets into negativity. It literally brings him to a state of olam haba. In the time to come, everything else will be of no consequence whatsoever. All other sacrifices will be abolished, and there will only be a thanksgiving offer. Rabbi Nachman brings a proof text from Yeshayo 11.9. Ki malo Hashem The whole world will be full of das, the knowledge of unity, knowing Hashem, like the waters cover the seas. This is the light in the world to come. This is what we want. Now the question is, how do you get there? To understand this, we're going to go to another teaching of Rav Nachman where he talks about living in the world to come. God willing, we'll see how this ties into the story of Joseph. Let's go now to Torah 4 in the beginning of the Kutimaran, where the Rebbe teaches, when a person knows that everything that happens to him is for his good, this perception, this knowledge, is a taste of the world to come. As the verse says in Tehillim, chapter 56, Whether it's the aspect of Hashem's Yudke Vovke, the name of mercy, I will praise Him, or whether Hashem behaves with me in the name of Elohim, which connotates Din, I will praise Him. As the sages teach, in the Gemara and Psachim, page 58, on that day Hashem 
will be one and his name will be one. So the Gemara asked, now Hashem's not one? Answers the Gemara at the present time. When good things happen to a person, he makes the blessing Hatova Metiv, who is good and does good. But when bad things happen, a person says, Blessed is the faithful judge. But says the Gemara, in the future, in the time to come, on everything we're going to say, Hatova Metiv. Then the name of Hashem connotating mercy, Yudke Vavke, and the name Elohim, which connotates justice, will be one. In paragraph four, the Rebbe calls this knowledge, knowing all this, is called complete awareness. Yediya Shlem. For the essence of Das is the unity between chasadim and gvuros, between benevolence and severity. This is what's called das. In other words, he doesn't differentiate between loving kindness and judgment, and he blesses over everything hatova metiv. Whether it's Hashem, Yud Kevavke, which connotates compassion, or whether it's his name, which corresponds to Elohim, judgment, all is for your benefit and as a result of love which Hashem has for you. As is written, for those that Hashem loves, He rebukes. This is the way of the world. Hashem is our loving Father. Things are going to have to happen to us in order to wake us up. And this reminds me of one of the greatest gifts that Hashem gave to me. Once while saying, Tikkun Chatzos, we say, Melech Rachaman, merciful king, Rachem Aleinu, have mercy on us. The first letters of those four words are Mar and Ra. Merciful king is Mem Resh, Mar, bitter. Rachem Aleinu, have mercy on me, is Resh Ayin, Ra. Crazy. Such holy, merciful words. Acronym. Bitter? Bad? The answer is, if you look at those same letters backwards, looking in hindsight, you see that all the bitterness and all the badness was Aroram, wake them up. Hashem wants to wake up our potential. And the true tzaddikim understand this. And therefore, when terrible things happen to them, things that aren't fair, things that are unjust, they understand that this is Elohim. This is not people. This is not circumstances. This is out of love. Hashem wants to wake me up. And now we can better understand the whole story of Joseph. When Joseph reveals himself to his brothers, I am your brother Joseph, which you've sold me to Mitzrayim. The word Asher, which, it's extra, says that Tzadikim, Asher that you sold me. If it wasn't for the fact that you sold me, I wouldn't be Yosef today. Thank you. The beginning of the third aliyah, Viata, and now. It wasn't you that sent me here. 
but it was God, specifically the name of God, Elohim, not you. For one minute, Yosef didn't think it was his brothers that sent him here. He knew the secret. He had Das. He tells his brothers, it wasn't you. And that's the secret of the word and now. Guys, drop it. Why is the word and now a hint to tshuva? Because the biggest barrier for a person to move forward is he's fixated on the past, what happened to him. Drop it now. Be in the present moment. That's why Yosef opens the statement with the words, and now. It wasn't you. And therefore, Yosef understood that because he had potential that needed to be brought out, the only way to bring it out was through the concept of Elohim, judgment. That's why Yosef says, Hakol letova. Everything's good because God's good. And if it appears to you be raw, that's because you're bitter. Now let's go to an amazing piece of Svasemis. On Parshas Vayechi. When the brothers came back from the burial of their father, they lost it. They certainly did not remember what Yosef had taught them. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father had died, they said, what if Joseph still bears a grudge against us and pays us back for the wrong that we did him? Oh, wow. Maybe he's going to pay us back. He's going to take revenge. And therefore, they sent a message to Yosef. Before his death, your father left his instructions. This was all fabricated. This is what happens when people spiral into negativity. And therefore, Yosef cried. And he said the following words. You thought it was bad. You thought you caused this demise. And because of this, we're going into Gullahs. But really, Elohim, the God of justice, out of his loving kindness, caused all of this happen. And thank you once again, Asher Machar Temosi. Thank you that you saw me because I wouldn't have become Yosef. I would have brought out my potential to actual if it wasn't for what I went through in Mitzrayim. I became Yosef here. And this is a lesson that every single person has to get. Because in order to grow, he's going to have to have trials and tribulations that are caused by other people. So it says, they saw that their father died. They couldn't latch on to the life force, the truth of their father Yaakov. He was gone. He wasn't in the world. Yosef inherited their father's place. He was the tzaddik. But they thought, because they sold Yosef, they caused the exile of Egypt. And that's what they said when they said, Hara asher gamalnu, the evil that we caused. But Yosef was in the same level as Yaakov. And he knew, Hakolotova, everything was for the best. And that really, that the root, the panemius of exile is redemption. Meaning to say, as long as a person has clarity, das, no exile can overcome him. Yaakov, before he passed away, wanted to teach to them the secret of Gullus and Geula, of exile and redemption. He wanted to teach to them, ki be'emes ein yored mishamayim. Evil does not come down from heaven. 
Evil is only a function of the people receiving it down on the bottom. When things get twisted, everything's good. Well, why do things look bad? Because there's a lack in our ability to see that it's good. And what happens is that a person starts to get into a negative state and it spirals down so much so that it turns into transgression. The only way back is to wake up and start to realize that it's all from Hashem and start to praise Him. And then when a person starts to praise Hashem, he spirals upwards. His whole consciousness changes. He gets out of his negativity. He starts to serve Hashem with joy and things start to get better. He no longer has to be hit over the head. And therefore, in the world to come, there will be no necessity to have a sacrifice for transgressions because there will not be transgressions. Why won't there be transgressions? Because the world will be full of dust. Connection, unity. When a person really believes these ideas truthfully, says this Fasemis, then comes the redemption. Because the purpose of exile is redemption. And that's the secret of why it says, Vayechi Yaakov bears Mitzrayim, that Yaakov, who's the character trait of truth, the meat of Yaakov, he can live, Lebedic, even in the land of Egypt.